My name is Frank Johnson. My name is Abraham Lawrence. And I'm Tim Goetz. Our goal here is to describe for you the movie that is going on in our head when we read the Bible. Today is Thursday. It's December the 21st. It's episode number? Episode 244. Four days till Christmas. Man, I can't wait. We are burying Jacob or Israel back in his hometown. And they're on the way back. We're in Genesis chapter 50, about verse 10. And uh, they have a bunch of Egyptians with them to help them get their father back to the grave and and, uh, get Joseph back to Egypt safely. And when they came to the threshing floor of a tad, you've heard people say, uh, how far is that? It's a tad down the road, right? That's where they're at. They're at a tad. Tim's not even, he's not even, he's trying to find the verse we're on. No, I've got him. I'm. Got a message. Oh, oh, he, from, oh I'm sorry. Something home. more important. I'm sorry. No, it, well, it could be. It, it actually. It, it might be. Yeah. Right. Go, go ahead. Anyway, well, I'll just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I already know the title of this one, too. Uh, which is Beyond the Jordan. And they lamented there with a great and sorrowful lamentation. And he observed seven days mourning for his father. So they've already done all this mourning in 77 Egypt. Seventy-seven total. Yeah, and, and now here they are uh, lamenting even more. Well, it's an emotional family. <laughs> weeping, yeah, a bunch of weeping. Yep. Now, when the inhabitants of the land of the Canaanites saw the mourning at the threshing floor of a, of a tad, they said, this is a grievous mourning for the Egyptians. Therefore, it was named Abel Mizraim, if my Jewish is any good, which is beyond the Jordan. Thus his sons did for him as he had charged them. For his sons carried him to the land of Canaan, buried him in the cave of the field of Machpelah before Mamre, which Abraham had bought along with the field for a burial site from Ephron the Hittite. After he had buried his father, Joseph returned to Egypt, he and his brothers, and all who had gone up with him to bury his father. And I find it... um very interesting that Abraham bought it big enough for the ancestors too, mm-hmm. not just for him and Sarah. And I'm going to come back to this a little bit when we get in Exodus, but I think it's really disturbing in a little bit that they didn't, when they went to bury their father, they didn't pack everybody up and just go back home because this is where they're from. And yet they didn't. They left their little ones behind. They left their flocks behind. He even told Pharaoh, I'm coming back. Why? His job is done We've, in Egypt. We talk about it all the time. It's comfort. It's, it's, it's comfortable. It's home. It's comfortable. Joseph's been there all, pretty much all his life. That's all he knows is Egypt. How so, many times have you heard the expression when people go to a place, well, this is our home now. Mm-hmm. You this know. is our home yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yep. But look at what, you know, we're going to see, like, when we get into Exodus, you know, why? And, and I just want to return to this a little bit, but, uh, but it is what it is. And yeah. they don't know this at this time, so we're just going to go with the story of what we know. Because hindsight is twenty twenty. Amen. Verse 15 says, when Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, what if Joseph bears a grudge against us and pays us back in full for all the wrong which we did to him? Stop right there. Yeah, I do want to stop right hmm. there, because I want to just say this thing before you give your comment. I don't believe this part of the story happened chronologically in the story. I believe it goes all the way back to chapter 50, verse 1. Joseph throws himself on his brothers. They start mourning for the father. And I believe the next day is where this comes in. Because it says when, he, when they realize that their father's dead, they say, hmm, 
One of God's going to happen with Joseph. The thing is, is that the author, Moses, who's he's writing this, he wants to give us that full, let's just go ahead and bury Jacob. Now he's going to come back in the story and tell us something that happened yes, during absolutely. the story. Go ahead. Because just think about it. I mean, your father has mourned your brother for all of these years. Oh, yeah. All of these years, you've caused him so much anguish and pain. And even his health has, you know, declined. Mm -hmm. and, and it's all because of this. Mm -hmm. He's not here now. Yeah. Look at that blessing he gave yeah. Joseph. They, they had to hear all that. He's not here now. Right. And Joseph is the man. Mm -hmm. So He even says that. He says, I'm the crown of the head of the one distinguished among his brothers. They're like, well, dad just really put him in charge. And they probably don't even know about the extra blessing about the plot of land. Mm -hmm. They probably don't even know about that. that yeah. Jacob gave it to them. Yeah, Joseph's holding that in his back Oh, yeah. Fire. <laughs> but but here's the thing. So they're they're afraid now. They're afraid that oh absolutely Joseph could totally change now that Dad's dead. Oh, yeah. Maybe he was just showing them grace because the old man was alive, and, and it and it could have been that. And just think about it. You're in charge of a massive estate, yeah. and you have the power to do whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want. Halfway through verse, Dad's not here. This is all me. I can literally do whatever I want right now. Yeah. And so they're afraid. Halfway through verse 15, they say, what if Joseph bears a grudge against us and pays us back in full? See, because he sort of paid us back because he sort of messed with us. But he could pay us back in full for all the wrong which we did to him. So they sent a message to Joseph saying, your father charged before he died saying. You remember way back in the podcast when we must have heard at least four or five times the quote honest men yeah. we are honest men once again we're going to find out just how yeah. honest they are yeah right hey you know what happened right before daddy died he gave a, he, he gave us this letter thus you shall say to joseph <laughs> please forgive i beg you the transgression of your brothers and their sin for they did you for they did you wrong and now please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your father. I can just see this. These note. guys would make excellent authors because they you. just make up stories. They yeah. just pull them out of, out of thin air. Reuben, what do we do? I say we make up a story. Get his hand. Let's make sure it's in his hand right. Hold it, Levi. Hold it. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. So it worked. It worked anyway. Judah's in the background shaking his head. Right? We could have just told him the truth. Then his brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Said, behold we are your servants so even though they are they're they're pulling his leg they're, they are lying but they're really afraid of him that's yeah, the only reason why and they're literally even going to worship him we, they literally fell down and said we'll just be your servants because he's really afraid they're he's going to kill him he'll just be the only one left but joseph said to them do not be afraid for am i in god's place mm. see only god can take a life even David thought that about Saul, did he not? Yes, he did. David was already anointed king, and Saul was the king. And David's like, you know what? I can't take his life, though. That's up to God to do. And you see, they can't even see the spirituality of Joseph, even here. And it just takes them back to when he was interpreting the dreams. They don't get it. They don't. They don't get it. They don't. And he's always just told the truth. Yep. Talk about honest men. 
There was an honest man among these brothers. <laughs> That's it. The rest of them are and much then he, of liars. Even though, you know, and then, well, you'll just read it. I'm not. As for you, verse 20, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to preserve many people alive. So therefore, do not be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. So he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. That's right. But he did lay it down. Oh, yeah. He said, what you did was evil. Oh, yeah. He's not even sugarcoating that. Nope. It was very evil what you did. The cool thing is, though, God used that thing that you wanted to use for evil for good. And I love the way he says, I'm going to still take care of you guys in spite of what you did. Exactly. Because that's still what I'm supposed to do. I love that verse. Yep. Mm -hmm. I know you what, do. What, what God, what you intended for evil, God meant for good. And Tim, it's, it's so good. It's still the same in 2020. Oh, yes. amen. Just think yes. about, you know, God still provides and takes care of us. And we do things like these guys do every day. Mm -hmm. And he takes care of us because he wants to prosper us. Mm -hmm. Joseph stayed in Egypt. He and his father's household. And Joseph lived 110 years. So definitely the shortest lifespan of any of the, of any of the kids. Yes. And Joseph saw the third generation of Ephraim's sons and also the sons of Machir. The son of Manasseh were born on Joseph's knees. And Joseph said to his brothers, I'm about to die, but God will surely take care of you and bring you up from this land to the land which he promised mm. on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear, saying, God will surely take care of you and you shall carry my bones up from here. So Joseph died at the age of 110 years. He was embalmed and placed in a coffin in Egypt. Yes. And that's the end of Genesis. Yes. We got one more day this week. We're yes, going to wrap we up this book tomorrow. You don't want to miss it. No, you do not.